same time next year. See ya. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is the Communist Party's official newspaper criticizes a Hong Kong court's decision to grant bail to Jimmy Lai. Chief Secretary Matthew Jiang defends the government's poverty alleviation efforts and the EU begins to roll out its coronavirus vaccination program. An article in the Communist Party mouthpiece People's Daily has criticized the High Court for granting Apple Daily founder Jimmy Lai bail, saying that's drastically hurt the city's rule of law. As Priscilla Ng reports, the newspaper also questioned whether mainland courts should take over the case. The People's Daily described Jimmy Lai as a serious offender of the national security law and questioned who would shoulder responsibility if he absconded or, as it put it, continued to wreck Hong Kong. It said Mr. Lai is an extremely dangerous person and said it is beyond imagination that he was released on bail. It also questioned whether Mr. Lai should be transferred into the central government's jurisdiction, saying many of the media tycoon's past actions, such as publicly calling on overseas governments to sanction Hong Kong, warrant mainland intervention. The pro-democracy tycoon was released on $10 million bail last Wednesday. He's also confined to his home, apart from when he reports to police or needs to appear in court. He's charged under the national security law with colluding with foreign powers and faces a separate fraud charge in relation to his business use of Next Digital's headquarters in Changquano. Chief Secretary Matthew Jung has defended the government's efforts at alleviating poverty in the city after the latest official figures showed more than a fifth of the population was living below the poverty line. Candy Swang reports. The government's latest poverty report says 21.4% of the city's population were considered poor in 2019, up one percentage point from the previous year and exceeding the previous record of 20.6 set a decade earlier. But in his official blog, Mr Zheng says the actual number of people living below the poverty line could be significantly lower once the government's recurrent measures to help the poor are taken into account. He says if recurrent measures are Factored in, the poverty rate drops to 15.8%, and that could drop to as low as 9.2% if non-recurrent measures like cash vouchers and transport concessions are also considered. Mr. Jung urged people to better understand the government's efforts to comprehensively alleviate poverty. The chief, the chief executive of the Consumer Council, Gilly Wong, has called on businesses to do more to improve services for consumers as shopping habits change amid the coronavirus pandemic. Speaking on RTHK's Letter to Hong Kong program, Ms. Wong said many people had switched to buying goods online, but there's also been a spike in complaints related to online shopping. She also urged consumers to be vigilant with the New Year holidays and Lunar New Year coming soon. A recent survey on online supermarket services found abundance abound, such as delivery issues, order mix-ups, and unsatisfactory condition of the goods and fresh food received. We recommend customers to protect themselves by checking the quality and quantity of products immediately upon receipt, while traders should also improve their service. Ms Wong also urged restaurants to do more to reduce packaging waste as more people order takeaway meals. Increased takeaways meals due to staying at home, in addition to online gift orders during the festive season, have led to a surge in packaging waste. I hope restaurants can proactively consider measures to tackle this issue, such as allowing customers to bring their own food containers for takeout meals. 
An EU vaccination program against coronavirus gets underway today, though a number of countries have already begun inoculations. Health workers in Hungary, Slovakia and Germany gave their first injections hours after receiving doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. The campaign begins as more countries report cases of the new variant of the virus first detected in southern Britain. The BBC's David Lewis has more details. The medical rollout comes after a torrid nine months for a continent badly affected by the pandemic. Millions of cases have been reported as well as hundreds of thousands of deaths. Life has been continually interrupted since March with lockdowns and other social restrictions across the continent. On Saturday, European leaders voiced their relief that an inoculation is on its way. The Austrian Chancellor Sebastian Kurz called it a game-changer. Meanwhile, the German health minister Jens Spahn described the news as a happy Christmas message. Health authorities in the Canadian province of Ontario have said that the new coronavirus variant has spread to the country. Two cases were identified in a couple with no known, no known travel history or high-risk contacts. The couple have been placed in isolation. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Hours before unemployment benefits expire for millions of Americans, the U.S. president-elect Joe Biden has warned there'll be devastating consequences if President Trump continues to delay signing into law the coronavirus economic relief bill. The package, worth $900 billion U.S. dollars, was approved by Congress after months of hard negotiations. Unless Mr. Trump relents by midnight local time, measures to support those who've lost their jobs because of the pandemic will end. Mr. Trump has again said he wants to give Americans a bigger one-off payment. CBS News says the police has identified at least one person of interest in connection with the Christmas Day blast in the U.S. city of Nashville and are searching a property. A police source told the network that the person is connected to the vehicle that exploded in the city center, injuring three people and knocking out communication systems across the state of Tennessee. They believe the suspect may have been killed in the blast. Local council member Freddie O'Connell says there's still a lot of confusion. There is a multi-block radius in downtown Nashville that federal authorities are not allowing anyone to enter. So residents, property owners, business owners, employees basically cannot currently enter this multi-block radius uh, around the blast site. So it's, it's tough for those folks, too, waking up displaced from their homes. Sports Everton have cut the gap on their local rivals Liverpool back to two points at the top of the English Premier League. They climbed into second place with Carlo Ancelotti's team winning 1-0 at the bottom club Sheffield United. Midfielder Gilfi Sigurdsson scored the decisive goal 10 minutes from time to the delight of his boss. Football is strange because I, when I put in Andre Gomez, I put Gilfi a little bit back, but he found the opportunity and the solution. I think it was a, it was a good play from Bernard, from Ducouré, and Sigurdsson shot well. Manchester United missed out on a chance to go second in the Premier League after a two-all draw against Leicester. Victor, victory would also have given United a record 11th consecutive away win. Leicester boss Brendan Rodgers was pleased to see his team keep fighting. The players showed that mentality to keep going. And that's, that's the, the real pleasing aspect of today. We've either won games uh, or lost them, even though we've played well. Today was a, another sign for us of our improvement, where you, know, you can't win it and you're behind in the game. You keep fighting and you make sure you don't lose it. A rejuvenated Arsenal side recorded an important 3-1 victory over Chelsea and ended a seven-game run without a win in the Premier League to ease the pressure on boss Mikel Arteta. It's a first top-flight victory since the 1st of November and a massive relief for Arteta.
The result is the main thing today because uh, we really needed that win. Uh, we've been really unlucky and frustrated with uh, the results. Not that much the performances, but the results that we've been having the last uh, six to eight weeks. And uh, today was a, a big day for us. Boxing Day, London Derby, playing at home, it doesn't get any better than that. We talked about it. And from the first whistle, I think you could see the team with that belief, that willingness, that energy to, to come out there and, and win the game. Aston Villa went into the top six after a comprehensive victory over Crystal Palace. They went down to 10 men in the first half after Tyrone Mings was shown a, yes, a second yellow card with a score at 1-0, but took that blow in their stride to complete a 3-0 win. Boss Dean Smith was delighted with the performance and the result. When the opposition in this league have, have got an extra man, then you, you've got to stay vigilant, and I thought the players did. And uh, There's a growing maturity amongst the players in terms of that balance of defending and attacking. Um, you know, but when we attacked, we attacked at pace and caused them problems. Fulham and Southampton grew 0-0, and Manchester City beat Newcastle 2-0. Cricket, on the second day of the second test in Melbourne, India have moved on to 189 for five, replying to Australia's first innings of 195. On day two of their opening test, New Zealand were all out for 431 against Pakistan, with Kane Williamson scoring 129. A short while ago, the tourists were on 10 without loss. In the NFL, Tom Brady threw four first-half touchdowns in his 300th regular season game to help Tampa Bay beat Detroit 47-7. That takes the Bucks into the playoffs for the first time since 2007. To end the news, our top stories once again. The Communist Party's official newspaper criticizes a Hong Kong's court's decision to grant bail to Jimmy Lai. Chief, Ex Chief Secretary Matthew Jern defends the government's poverty alleviation efforts and the EU begins to roll out its coronavirus vaccination program. The news from RTHK. Live across Hong Kong, this is Radio 3. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey. A journey which along the way will bring to you new
Sunday afternoon session for the 27th of December 2020. I'm Simon Wilson, keeping you company all the way through till four. Got the usual mix of a couple of quirky stories, opening up the birthday file, checking out this day in history, and of course, playing your request. Do it, do it. Have a look at what's going on around the world. Five days away from a brand new year. 26 days away from the inauguration of Joe Biden when he becomes US president. 98 days away from the new Bond film No Time to Die in the cinemas. 121 days till the possibly first in-person 2021 awards, the Oscars. 168 days until the rearranged 2020 Euro football tournament starts. 209 days until the rearranged Summer Olympics begin. 313 days until Kowloon Rugby Fest. 314 days until the Hong Kong Sevens. And 362 sleeps until Santa comes again. My goodness, plenty of time to be 